<clears throat> Hello. Thank you for listening to and watching you at Options. Um, this episode I have rescreen from the very good band uh, Popsicle Stick Airport, uh, PSA for short. Um, yeah, they've got a, a new EP out called EP for Fairies. It's great. Um, talk about uh, with with Reese. We talk about the influences um, behind the EP and just kind of where the sound comes from and all that stuff. Yeah, a good conversation. Uh, uh, just some fun fun stuff we talk about. Uh, I enjoyed very much talking to him. Um, yeah, go find. Popsicle Stick Airport uh, on on the Instagram. It's at Popsicle Stick Airport, all spelled out. Um, go find you uh, at Options at you at Options uh, on Instagram and and uh, and Twitter. We're now verified on Twitter just for being a, a person of interest, not anything else dealing with Twitter recently where you can pay to be verified nothing to do with that um but yeah thanks for listening thanks reese it's fun conversation um yeah i'm excited to see what happens with popsicle stick airport uh good band good song yeah hope you enjoy thank you Reese, right? Yep. Okay. I didn't know if it was pronounced Rice or Reese. Nope, it's Reese, like John Reese Davies. Oh, okay. With that guy. Yeah. Well, uh, are you are you in Arizona? Is that right? I live in Utah. Oh, okay. So, is the is the band Arizona based? Or... Yeah. Well, I, I used to live in Arizona, so everyone's still down there, and I just moved basically because of. Um, well, in the middle of the pandemic, just because I didn't want to be home anymore. I don't really think the band thing was going to continue, but here we are. So that's kind of the... So how long had y'all been together before the pandemic? Um, Just like a year before. Like we, we started being doing this band like beginning of 2019. So... Okay. About a year later, the pandemic happened and then the year after that moved. So... So were you guys still making music during the pandemic or what, what was going on with y'all then? Um, or like writing? I guess technically, yeah, I guess we technically were, I don't know. It wasn't as like collaborative though. And there also wasn't really much of like a process. I mean, the process was that, was that there's no process like, so, so that was kind of 2020 for us with the pandemic. I don't know. Damn. Um, <laughs> but you guys just put out an EP. Yeah. So, so then, um, well, I guess, so yeah, it depends on our parameters of when the pandemic is or when it's, when it was, oh, still going not. on. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I so guess. if we're still in the, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so I guess around, like, um, honestly, this time last year, I guess. So I was, like, in we, – we, we were just um, doing, like, our first handful of shows again um, here in Salt Lake and then in like Denver. And then that's when I was, like, you know, beginning to write those demos for all the songs that just came out just, like, two weeks ago now. So – yeah, kind of how we rock and roll. It took like about a year for those five songs to come out. But um, I mean, yeah, if, the, if we're talking about the process in that case, I mean, with those, with that project at the very least, it was kind of just like, you know, whatever idea I had, I would just kind of see see to it the fullest I could. And then, um, and then, uh-oh. And then, you know, just it's kind of sent off to the dudes and they kind of <laughs> edit it. It's kind of how it works. Yeah. So, uh, were you recording like your own stuff in Utah and sending it back to them in Arizona? Yeah. So we did one song, um, with, so pretty much the whole EP or large, you know, the majority of it is produced by Matthew Keller. So he's based in, you know, Arizona. And, um, and so, yeah, we had one song that we tracked all of it there and then, you know, we, how to change course a little bit. And then, um, yeah, it was just kind of recorded by me and sent to, um, to Matt. So, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I was, uh, in, or in order to prepare today, I've been listening to it a lot. Uh, I okay. like it. it's good. Yeah. It's, uh, I've, I forget there's somewhere I saw, um, the 1975 mentioned, I'm like, yeah, I hear that for sure. Yeah, no, yeah, we like that band. That's like, we all come from like very different, you know, you know, backgrounds, genres of music. We right. have like our own little flair, but the 1975, The Strokes, and I don't know, maybe there's like another one I can name. Those are like home base for all of us. Yeah. You know, H have something been... we all share. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good base. <laughs> that's a, uh, that's a, like I remember whenever the nineteen seventy five started like blowing up and I was like some of the songs were were super catchy and then some stuff was more like I don't know, like very uh English. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right <laughs> right way to go about it. Uh English? Like yeah. you couldn't take them seriously with their accents or something? Or? No, just like um very uh wordy i guess i don't if that makes sense interesting at all. Yeah, yeah okay uh but um had you guys been playing in bands together before yeah so so i guess that um so ethan one of the guitarists he and i are like childhood friends so so we've known each other since we were like like 11 yeah. is when i can remember him but we've like known each other like even longer than that probably um yeah, we were on like football teams together and then Kate and the other guitarists, um, I know through Ethan and then we met, we all started jamming when we were like 16. So we're just kind of all friends in high school, um, you know, made songs here and there, but this project didn't really happen until, you know, pretty late in our high school career. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, yeah, so... You guys, um, yeah, coming together, I guess, with this group. Um, yeah, I don't know. 
<laughs> I had a question there. I lost it. Uh, it's okay. So were you guys um, always into this type of music or was there ever like a punk band or hardcore band or something that y'all were trying to go for early on? Uh, um, good question. I mean, um, I don't know. Like I, I've kind of, um, yeah. So with, with this sound, like trying to reach this sound, um, I don't know. I mean, it, like I said, we kind of just all have our different influences. So, you know, everything that just kind of, you know, gets like jobbled together is like what makes our sound our sound, I guess. Um, sticking to this, like specifically, I know, I mean, Ethan and Caden and I, like you know, my childhood friends that I named, like we, we've kind of shared um, the same sound for, you know, the majority of our formative years. So that's kind of made it a little more simpler. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So like, yeah, I guess like finding your, your, your voice or whatever as uh, and sound is like probably, you know, the hardest thing when you're starting a band or forming and starting to figure out like your direction. Yeah, no. And, and I like, I get so in my head about it because you know, there'll just be like weeks that go by where I like, don't even know what to make because the classic everything's been done before. It's like, uh, yeah. so what, how can we stand up? So I don't know. That's always like super ambitious to say, because I get like, um, I don't know, because then you would hear that and like, okay, so what, whatever he's put out, he believes he, it's how he's standing out. And it's like, I don't really know, but you know, we're, we're doing our best to stand out. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It, the recordings are good. The songs are good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, Thank you. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. It's just it's tough, and especially like like you're just saying, trying to find your own thing and like not getting in your own way of like, oh, this sounds like this thing or whatever. Um, yeah, it's tough. Has it is since? Well, how far are you from everybody else? Has it been tough? But like out rehearsing and getting shows together and um getting shows together is kind of not really like much of our responsibility anymore we just kind of give the yes or no on that oh, nice. um, but um you know as for rehearsing like yeah it, it's pretty much you know boiled down to okay what songs do we want to play what sounds the most fun what sounds like the best show we we pick the set list and then you know it's just everyone's job to stay up to you know, on their, on their parts. And then they kind of rehearse without me get into, you know, get their gears working together. And then they, we have like a big rehearsal day. Um, like, you know, usually for like the day before a show or something where yeah. we just try to all, you know, just go over parts and get it going again. So, um, you know, in terms of difficulty, which I think is like, which was your original question with <laughs> me being far away. I mean, how far am I? I'm like 500 miles. So, yeah, um, yeah. I don't bit. know. I mean, thank God for like technology, right? So yeah, for sure. Lot, lots of lots of texting, a lot of phone calls, and lots of sending files back and forth. Yeah, yeah. It's um, I guess it's I don't know. It's tougher. 
yeah, the distance is tough, but like, yeah, it's just the, uh, being able to reach people quickly now, <laughs> you know? Sure. Yeah. yeah. No. And, and, and I think about like, you know, me being up here, of course, like, you know, am I, I don't know, like, I like being up here. I mean, I think Utah is, this is, have you ever been to the West? Like, I haven't been to Utah. I got a buddy in Park City that I need to okay. at some point visit. Yeah, so. yeah, I'm not too far away from Park City, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's definitely more of a vibe up here. So, <laughs> yeah. so Utah is where it's at, let me just say. is So, like, where you are in Salt Lake, is it like a res resort type area or is it more like, I don't know, ecology type? With um, yeah, so I'm in Salt Lake City, um, not quite resorty. That would be Park City. Park City like, yeah. is the res the resort city, yeah. of, you know, Utah, and then um, Greatest Snow on Earth, and then um, the uh, the and then it's you know I don't know it's just kind of it's a really small city comparatively, um, but yeah, there's the U here, um, so there's some there's a college aspect that's kind of on the more eastern side. I'm more on the western side, but. Is there a lot of uh, uh, band community going on, like shows and arts, art scene? All you that know stuff? what? You, you know what? There probably is. I'm pretty like, I'm not in. I'm not very involved in it as I would like to be, truthfully. Um, but mm -hmm. yeah, there's a lot of. Um, I mean, right now, if you look at young kids, you know, making their music now, it's. Um, it's kind of like what you would find anywhere, I think. Uh, yeah, Utah, I think the young kids here are just kind of, it's either going to be like a indie punk kind of vibe, or, um, it's going to be like, a electronica kind of vibe. Mm. The term hyper pop now is kind of thrown around. So oh, a, lot yeah, of, yeah. a lot of hyper pop SoundCloud music, which gotcha. I love. So have you ever, that's kind of what's. Have you ever thought about making a hyper pop uh, EP or any anything super synthy? Um, oh yeah, I mean, if you look, I mean, there's. <laughs> can I link you anything? <laughs> or yeah, I, I don't even know how to do that. Oh, it's on chat. Probably. Yeah, yeah, oh. you, you can send it in the chat. Um, we kind of have like, like a a B side. A lot. We have a lot of like unreleased music mm. on our band camp stuff that isn't all on streaming but, okay but i mean yeah i was just this was... is this has definitely been done by us before our song feel better is very inspired by like you know it's like hardcore punk the garden meets hyper pop noise mm. rock so that's definitely been dabbled and with you know and then um yeah, and then my and then like my friend and I make it all the time. There's, <laughs> um, I'm actually very, you know, far deep in this than you might have assumed. <laughs> uh, ah. Very very knowledgeable on hyperpop. Nice. What are like, um, what would what would be some hyperpop people you would suggest to to somebody like wanting to get in? Uh, um, I mean. Honestly, the people who kind of, you know, made Hyperpop mainstream, it would be 100 Gex. Mm, so yeah. if you've heard of them. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I mean, my friend, I mean, yeah, I can I can flex this a little bit. My friend and I, Thomas, I mean, 
we we yeah we were all you know we were on the we were on the tip with hyperpop um as most kids that were um our age and stuff so you know you know back in the day when like you know you're you're listening i mean a thousand gex right the hundred gex album came out summer of 2019 and you're listening to it and you know spotify doesn't even know what to show you after that you know back in the day they would put on like um like death grips or something mm. um so now there's a hyper pop i mean the, the term was the term was coined i don't even know who coined it actually like new york times i remember wrote an article on it and then the playlist was made and then we got you know there's kind of like this split where a lot of people mixed up glitch chord and um hyper pop and it, you know the, the the lines are getting really blurry but I mean, Hundred Gex—they kind of just like straight up invented it. They're kind of moving far away from it now. It's more of like a hyper rock kind of edge, and they have like the whole ska influence. But Hundred um, Gex—I don't know. Charlie XCX, Sophie, Caroline Polachek—those are kind of like the surrealist hyper pop artists, in my opinion. Yeah, it's it's weird whenever like. Well, it's not weird, but it's it's always interesting whenever like a sub 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 genre of something like sub genre subculture. It's like yeah, like a couple of layers deep in in a you know come I don't know I guess Anthony Fantano starts talking about it and then people start you know checking them out or whatever. It's yeah, it's always interesting. Um, with y'all, is that are y'all, when you're putting out music, are you concerned with like, we got to try and get on Anthony Fantano or whatever, you know, <laughs> try and get on a list or something like, not just like a playlist, but like, a, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, a, a little bit, not, I mean, definitely a while ago. I mean, I think, I think Fantano's lost its charm in a way, but um, <laughs> like in 2020 for sure, like, um, I was like really ambitious with my projects and I was like, I want, like, I want, I want myself to be hailed as like some like bedroom pop, like, mm. like, I don't know, like, yeah. I, I mean, short answer. Yes. There was a desire to kind of be on this, like this moo or mucor, right? Mucor? Mucor, um, like um, I can type it. Yeah. Slash. Slash mu or like something you find on. Oh, okay. Like I got We're you. talking like, yeah. So, um, what was your question? If we if we were striving like, for that, <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, is that something a conscious thing? Whenever y'all are putting out music, like, does it concern you? Like, I don't know. It's it's no. Yeah. Not any, any not really anymore. I mean, like I said, I mean the the waves come and go. I mean, we're just on the internet. I mean, our genre now is just internet music. So internet music. Yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I want to. This got written the other day. Um, PSA is a five-piece darling pop slash fairy core band from Arizona that can be best described as playing a fusion of indie pop, alternative emo, new wave, femboy, and pretentious suburban rock. That's a lot of. That's a lot of words. That's a lot of adjectives. <laughs> so there you um, go. Yeah, the uh, yeah. I guess it's like you're not. You shouldn't be concerned. Just like make your make your art, like make your sound or whatever. You know, and just yeah. not be concerned with that sort of stuff. And you know, if if somebody if you end up on a list or if somebody talks about you in a, in a good way, 
or in a bad way. I don't know. Uh, yeah. That's cool. And, and, and not being concerned can include, you know, wearing your references on your sleeve, right? I mean, movies get a reference, other movies and other paintings. And, yeah. you know, I, that's true. I, I can, I, I feel like I can reference, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, what is the, like sensibilities? Um, I'm going to feel like an idiot for not remembering this word um, in, in musicals, the reoccurring themes. Mm. Tropes? Is that the word? Yeah, tropes. Know. Reoccurring themes <laughs> in uh... musicals. There's a specific word I'm looking for. Okay. Yeah. Motif. There Motif. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's more musically. Mu musical word. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're not creating in a vacuum, you know? You can't you're not going to invent a new note, you know, all the notes are there. They already exist. All eight of them. All eight, Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? What do you expect? Uh, but are you guys playing in Japan? Did I see that on your, <laughs> yes. What is it? So you guys are going to Japan. What's the deal with that? Or Why like... are we going to Japan before we go to Alabama? Is that what you're asking? No, no, no. Boy, I, I love, I'm all about like, um, uh, going to the you know doing the crazy thing you know yeah do, doing the crazy thing shooting for the stars no I'm playing I'm that's that's like our perspective we kind of in a way don't know why we're going to Japan before that's we cool. go to the East Coast I mean we still yeah. got to do the West Coast the rest of it right so yeah America's um, big <laughs> yeah America's big so, when we're driving around oh you're telling me so um so yeah um. You know, that was just kind of a spur of the moment. Um, I was just minding my own business, doing something not too different from this. And then I get this like text from a manager is like, by the way, I applied for like this music festival, music, excuse me, music festival in Tokyo. And I was just like, okay, that's cool. Hell yeah. Um, let's see where it goes. I mean, I wasn't expecting anything. And then Bam. just a couple of weeks after that, it was like, it was like, oh, well, by the way, you got accepted. And then, you know. A lot of stuff we had away, a lot of pros and cons, but I mean, just, yeah, I mean, yeah, we, I mean, we're fundraising it all and just, we're just kind of taking whatever means necessary to get there and Hell it's yeah. just going to be an experience, truthfully. Hell yeah. So that's that. That's sick. That's, uh, that's exciting. Um, yeah, very uh, excited. What's so yeah, the festival is called Tokyo Beyond Fest. Okay. Like Tokyo right. Beyond. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, What's the longest uh, plane flight you've been on? Probably like it can't be longer than eight hours, so it's probably like six to eight hours. Yeah. Um. That that. Oh God. Yeah. Don't make me think about the flight. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna need some Nyquil or something. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. It's all. What, part about, what the, about you? All part of the experience. Uh, I flew. From it's probably like eight hours, nine hours from uh, New Orleans to to London. Um, oh wow! Okay. But yeah, it's not that bad. You know, you're just <laughs> you watch some movies. It's, you try. And we're flying out of L.A. and landing in Tokyo, so that's that's like fourteen to sixteen hours just being Damn. in the air. I think that's a lot. Yeah, it's a long time to be it's in a, the air. Yeah, that's a good. 
that's a good amount. Uh, six, yeah, if you're hitting 16, because you can sleep full eight hours and you still get, yeah. I mean, yeah, and then it's difficult to sleep 16. And that's if you can sleep on flights. Some people can't. Man, I, I've got I've got a tough time sleeping in my house, you know. So, well, there you go. So, do you that's have, funny. Do you uh, do you have? Are you concerned about being able to sleep on the plane? Oh, very concerned. Yeah, ma'am. Ma'am. I don't know. Audiobooks, you still have that, and I, I actually had an idea. I'm like, you know, 16 hours. That's not a. I was thinking of um, actually making a. Like, I was like, well, what if I made like a little, like EP basically, Ooh. like, like an, like an ambient, um, probably like house <laughs> EP just on the, and it's like, but it can only, but I can only start it on the flight and I can, and it needs to be done by the yeah, that's by time cool. the flight's over. I like that. So that was one of the ideas I had. I think that would get me like really distracted and pass some time. Yeah. Just be like, it'd be five songs each 10 minutes long and it's just a droning synth the whole time is what it's going to end up being <laughs> love it yeah you should yeah, yeah do it uh, test my brian eno chops yeah yeah <laughs> yeah make it just make like an eight hour ep yeah yeah that's what i'm thinking what um do you like the writing process do you do you start with like how do you write like with a good acoustic guitar or do you? Um, how does that work? It's so different for like every song, I guess. Um, I'm like thinking about, yeah, I mean, an, an electric or an acoustic, it usually does start on the guitar. That's kind of the truth. And then it's just kind of finding any way I can make cool chords go in a cool pattern and then yeah you start scatting the melody over it um but guitar for sure have you been yeah have you been playing guitar for a long time um yeah i mean i've been so i was got my first electric when i was like 11 probably just didn't really start playing acoustic and electric until i was like 14 let's say 13 yeah. or 14 so I don't know. Kind of like same thing. Kind of, you know, ambitious to say, because if I pulled up a guitar right now, I don't want anyone to be like, that's what you, 10 years or, or yeah. whatever. Uh, <laughs> you need another 10. I but. Yeah, I feel you. I'm, I'm very like, um, sometimes I'm super like intentional with like playing or like I want to write something you know when i'm sitting down today write something um is that how you are or are you like kind of passive or a combination um i think i'm just ready yeah. i'm just ready for when inspiration strikes so everything is just kind of in the where it needs to be so i can just get down and do it and if i'm not like home then you just have to comment on your voice memo. I don't know if something comes into your head, but yeah, that would, I mean, speaking of Brian, you know, that was like, that's one of his like little, I don't know, anecdotes, just be prepared, be mm, ready. Interesting. I mean, yeah, the least, I mean, the least you can do, I compare, like, I always compare like art, like in this case, music to another art form. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I think because like I think I might have got that from it, like or, or even like sports, honestly. But yeah, I mean, if you're gonna draw something, I mean, if your passion is to draw, like you can just sit down at the very least and sharpen your pencils or you know, clean your 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 paintbrush kit. So that's kind of what I do. I mean, you know, if if logic isn't opened at least you know three to five times a week, then what am I doing? I'm not really an artist. That's that's true. Mm. Yeah, uh, talking about like Brian Eno, do you, do you get super into like, or uh, I don't know. I'm usually like obsessive whenever I find somebody like Brian Eno or like I don't know, just like uh, someone who's a character. Yeah, an and they're icon. Yeah, and they're doing you know, uh, people like praise them. You know. Uh, David, yeah. like David Byrne, the Talking Heads guy, people like that. Mm -hmm. um, Love him. Are you are you the same way? Where like you find somebody and you're like, I got to know like everything about this person, or do you like deep dives? Um, I, I would say for sure, like in a way, you know. I mean, I want to know what made someone, like you know, like for like David Byrne, for instance, like why, like why, you know, was he so cool? I don't know. Yeah. And like, then what I observe is like, <laughs> and then what I observe is like the way he sings. Right. I mean, and then I, and then I read something, I think my friend said this about David Byrne, where it's like singing is such an interesting, you know, that's literally your, like the output of your soul, let's say. Mm. And then, um, you know, it, they said it like David Byrne isn't trying to sing like that. He can't sing any other way. Like that is what, that is his expression yeah the way he sings you know what i mean yeah so so that's just an example with him like that's kind of what made him stick out you know very grating kind of performance but um sticks with a lot of people so and then if it sticks with someone that's what i need to implement in a way yeah <laughs> my my face showing all confidence on that <laughs> Uh, yeah it's like yeah because david byrne isn't like you're not gonna uh play him at like a vocal uh, to to some i don't know vocal teacher or whatever and then be like oh this is a beautiful voice yeah. so it's it's yeah it's always interesting to me when somebody because he just has like a a normal voice like pretty much you know it's not like um, but, but there's something, I don't know what it is, a, a, a je ne sais quoi, I don't know, to like, <laughs> to like, why is, you know, but obviously it's more than him just like singing. His songs are, are sick. So. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever watch? Yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to hear. What's up? Did you ever watch his, um, his Broadway play thing. It doesn't ring a bell, so probably not, unfortunately. It, it was interesting. It came out a couple of years ago. Um he was like indoor marching band pretty much. Like all of his band members, they were playing like normal instruments, except for like the drummers had like marching band instruments and they were like Yeah, it's like indoor marching band. It's it's weird. Cool. But it's cool. Okay. It's like, yeah. Who else, you know, who else is doing that besides like actual marching bands? 
it's yeah it's like a, <laughs> a it's like a weird combination of i don't know i i was in marching band in high school so i'm like i don't know this isn't marching band wasn't sexy and cool whenever i was in high school you know so it's like what did what did you play i play trombone I guess trombone oh yeah you got it how did i know it's got it's got the face i don't know yeah were got you the arms mm. stretch out your arms <laughs> let's see <laughs> oh yeah i got these these long boys yeah uh there you go <laughs> were you in band in high school i i was in jazz band i did the drums mm. yeah i saw whiplash once and i was like okay I guess that's I it do something like that were you trying to get your like band director person to like scream at you and throw things at you you're like um no he like was the quietest guy in the world oh no he he yeah no i know not though in his defense he wasn't really um i i, I went to like a small high school so mm. it was like oh the history teacher is the football oh coach, sure and gotcha so he did like orchestra um you know band and then the jazz band that he like threw together. It was like a seventh hour. So it was like more like a club. Oh, okay. So yeah, he's very quiet. And if anything, the, um, the guitarist, um, his name was Kyle. Um, he kind of was like the, the bad guy. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. But like in a cool way, like he was the one that was, but he, and he was like a student, which made it cool. Like he was very passionate about it. And he like would give us all homework, uh, you know, I mean, he showed me who Miles Davis was. Mm, that's important. Yeah, you got to have... Very important. You got to have people, uh, like tastemakers in your life or whatever, whatever you want to call them. Somebody showing you, you know, who Miles Davis oh, yeah. is, you know. But, uh, yeah. Do you, have, thinking back, have you have you had a bunch of people like that in your life? Or a couple? Um. Yeah. For sure. I mean, parents is like usually where, like where anyone would draw like the, I mean, yeah, you grow up listening to the same music as your parents and then you will have your emo phase, let's say. Oh yeah. And then you'll kind of, uh, so yeah, parents, number one, I mean, what? I grew up on like queen, mm. the killers, um, you two, uh, the police. So yeah. And then, um, <laughs> In high school, I discovered The Cure, mm. and this became, like, a really, like, honestly kind of nasty, like, ongoing joke with my mom, where I'd be like, well, you never showed me The Cure. Like, I had, I mean, you showed me you too for crying out loud. And then um, this kid, <laughs> I think I'm, I might get some hate for this, but, I mean, then you'll get, I mean, hopefully this will give you some clicks. Uh, there we go. Clickbait. As long as you're not, like, doxing dox um, somebody. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just... It was like the other, it was like last year or something. I was like, they were both in my rotation again. And I was like, you know what? Controversial opinion, but they're actually not even that different in a way. You two and the cure, which I think mm. some people would be like, what? But I was like, you know what? I mean, so I had, to, I had to apologize to my mom. I was like, you know what? You showed me, like, you showed me you two. And it's, it, I don't know. I, I was like listening. I mean, they they're both what like new wave eighties bands so yeah there's there's a kernel of similarity there but I don't know 
How... Don't ask me to explain okay. that. We can just move on. Okay, we can just move on. <laughs> I was about to ask you. I was like, yeah. Uh, yeah. You you two has okay. <laughs> you two has kind of like almost not like I mean not rebrand because they've been like this since like the nineties and even you know early two thousands yeah. where every song was like let's just throw on delay on a riff and it's like yeah 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 and then like so when that started happening I think that's like you know and then if you listen to the Cure it's like how does this even match but the the experience came from one afternoon of just listening to Sunday bloody sunday and just if you like really pay attention to his voice it's like this is not far off from robert smith like mm. I don't know. you can i mean they're yeah they just both have the accent and love to belt sometimes and some of their vowels are the same so that's kind of all i was getting at but mm, I'll have to... i like i i, <laughs> I said don't ask and i end up explaining but... <laughs> no i like it no um yeah it's God, they're, they're, uh, well, you two has had the same members for like since the beginning for whatever forty years, going on yeah, wow. fifty years soonish. Uh, and the you know the Cure has had Robert Smith since the beginning. Um, God, I just can't. Can you imagine being Robert Smith for like Robert Smith, the the, the public figure for like so long? It's I don't know. It's crazy. Do you, do you think? No, I can't imagine. <laughs> does, does, do you think he does the hair and makeup to just go to to where to Aldi or um, wherever he's going? <laughs> I hope so, um, but probably not. I don't know. Do you see the Do you see the clip of them when they got inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? And I don't think so. The lady is just very loud and in his face and he's like okay that's cool that's cool and like, <laughs> she was her away. i mean i mean yeah in, in a way he's unapologetically himself i mean he's he's exhausted from being robert smith all the time he's exhausting yeah uh i don't know have you ever wanted to do like a theatrical like music thing i don't know like theatrical in the sense of like dressing up theatrically um, I mean, so, so funny story. So recently when we were doing like this house show fundraiser thing, um, it was like our first house show in like a pretty long time. Cause we were just like playing these venues, yeah. which was not always the case. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, and, um, and I was at a wedding the day before or the night before. And, um, there was just a friend there. So I was dressed up for the wedding, right. in like a shirt and tie and then. My friend there was like, oh, are you going to wear this tomorrow? Like at the show. And I was like, it's like, you know what? I want to like do that. So I did. And then yeah, I had a shirt and tie, I had sunglasses on. And um, that was like definitely the coolest I've ever looked. And <laughs> so, so yeah, I think I want to start like dressing up now. Um, I mean, just in terms of like, yeah, theatrics and stuff. I and mean, we're, we're pretty limited to like in like the, the visual aspect. I mean, dressing up. I mean, so, so the band that is like really good at this now is like the garden. I mean, mm. they dress up as like jesters or like clowns yeah. because it's all like, a. I mean, they, they say it's a reference to like, I mean, jesters were the performers. So, right. you know, I don't know. There's like a really cool idea of like being like, I am your jester. I'm your performer. Mm. I'm here to entertain you. That's kind of like how I see them. 
pulling it off. So I don't know until we find a really good idea, like the garden, um, then yeah, you can, you can expect us to, that'll be our brand. That's what we, we'll wear every day. That'll be our theatrical performance. Wow, it's, it's tough. Cause you gotta, you know, you don't want to get married to this, to this one thing, you know, and a year later you're like, fuck, uh, I, I'm wearing this big, I don't know, Wisconsin, uh, green Bay cheese hat. You know, that like, I like, that, I like that's where you went with, <laughs> I don't know, you know, or like, uh, uh, you know, um, what's his name? The guy, Sledgehammer, Peter Gabriel, you know, he would wear like a light, light, uh, like a light bulb suit, you know, and it's like, that's not practical. You lost me mm. looking it up now. Yeah. Oh, I'm looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> this is cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's just something I've, because I've my bands have always been like straightforward, like punk rock bands, pretty much. So it's like you could dress up crazy, but it's also like if you're touring, you don't want to add more stuff to have to do. Oh yeah, no, I get you know. That. Hmm. One day, one day I'll I'll make I don't know I'll dress up like something crazy and make a avant garde thing. Hopefully. Looking around for inspiration as to what I could get. Hmm. The uh, yeah. So the the EP for fairies. What is where? E, where where did the fairy thing come from? Like, what is what is that? Um. Yeah. So basically, no. Uh, okay, I don't know. Um. Well, I think you know. I mean in itself, like e EP, extended play for fairies, I think, I mean, that's just kind of a reference to speaking of Brian Eno. Oh. I mean, because he had music, music for airports. Yeah. Airport. Um, so I think the idea behind it is like, we, we, we just kind of were like, um, posting truthfully, like about just like whenever, or sorry, let me rephrase that. When we were just posting about anything, you know, leading up to it, we just kind of like truthfully, we just started like using like that emoji and like, um, mm. I don't know, like the EP in a way, the, it, it was kind of almost just like this revival of like indie sleaze is some, is what some people call it. So a lot of the inspiration was like Phoenix. Right. Oh, okay. Um, like nineteen oh one by Phoenix. Um, we love pack or you know, passion pit. So anything glittery, sparkly is kinda like where the fairy bit came in. But um so we were just kind of always like using the fairy emoji and like, you know, anything very like eye catching. And then I don't know, the idea of like naming it that was just kind of like if you were following us and our subliminal messaging with mm. all those, you know, aesthetics then I just kind of would, I just, I wanted someone to see the name and in a way, like it actually makes sense. They're like, oh, well, this has been the subliminal messaging the whole time. Hey. So they would just feel very addressed. Like it was for them. Oh, that's cool. So that's kind of the idea. So, you know, maybe there's only like three people in the whole world <laughs> that that happened to, let's just say, but like, this is the idea. It was just kind of, um, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to say yet yeah, you're in the, you're at a disadvantage, but, um, 
but just like was just kind of something that was very obvious to some and not very uh, obvious to others and that was the idea okay so there's like i'll go back and look so there's like a breadcrumb trail of of fairy a little stuff bit, yeah yeah, yeah. And, and we have like um we actually have like a secret account which i won't name drop here and people find it and you know just those little handful of people you know there's subliminal messaging there so just as long as they felt addressed and like it was for them okay there you go okay that's where the name came from okay i'll find i'll <laughs> find the 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 psa uh finsta out there yeah that's basically what it is. Uh, i'll find that uh, and then i'll see i'll see this account posting on the psa account be like oh that's great this is a great album i love it <laughs> well i love yeah no that's basically that's pretty funny no i love there's uh there's a there's been a bunch of like you know people making you know burner twitter accounts and like forgetting to sign out of their main account and like commenting on their main account thinking they're in their burner being like oh it's, it's a lot with like uh sports analysts and stuff i've seen it interesting uh, okay it's a little embarrassing yeah to say the least <laughs> yeah people are uh people are insane reese and they just uh i don't know <laughs> uh, man mm. wow we've been going for like 45 minutes now uh oh wow yeah okay. do you, um well is there any other questions or anything else we need to discuss man i was i was gonna ask you what uh, do you have any uh <laughs> do you have any closing statements any um you know, I'm I'm excited for y'all. The Japan thing, it's big. That's cool. Not a lot of you know, not a lot of people get to do that. So that's pretty. That's exciting. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm excited too, and I appreciate your excitement. Hell yeah! Um, that's kind of what it is at the end of the day, right? I mean, an experience. You know, something just to be grateful for. Wow. Well, um, I'll, I'll I'll drop all your uh, all your uh, handles and all that stuff in the in the intro. But um, yeah, do you have anything else you want to? promote or talk about I don't know, throw out there no if anyone um, needs like a like some inspirational quote I would just leave them with don't let anyone go your sparkle mm, I like it go. I like it well yeah stay on for a minute race um, but yeah you had options you decided to talk to me I appreciate it <laughs> Yeah, I got, I got. Yeah, that's my, that's my closing line. That. Yeah. yeah.